This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. Guys, it's Sean Black at FM Evolution, and welcome to episode 20. I'm so excited to be sitting down and talking to you guys today. We're going to be going through servant leadership. I wanted to take a little break. We've gone through the last 19 episodes, and we have met with some amazing people, some leaders, entrepreneurs, I mean, just people in facility management. And the one thing that kept coming up as a kind of a recurring theme was this servant leadership. So I want to go through and talk about what is and really kind of what isn't servant leadership and what I feel are the top eight qualities of a good servant leader. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They offer everything from clearing drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They're ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858 454 7326 or on the web at cgpconstruction.com. Reach out today. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution. So excited today because we're recording episode 20. And we have had an amazing opportunity to sit down and talk with, you know, uh, 19 to this point entrepreneurs and leaders in facility management. And there was a theme that's going on. Now, we have a bunch of stuff lined up. Some amazing guests coming up here. But I want to take a little time out, you know, get a little handle on stuff and look back what's going on. I had a great week this last week, and I really um, kind of had this theme popping up of servant leadership. So I want to take a moment and just kind of define what is and what is not servant leadership, at least in my head. And, you know, I loved <laughs> and take it for what it's worth. I think it's going to be great. I want to go through. We're going to like the top eight things that I feel that we should need. We need to cover in this. Um but you know what? Kind of giving you guys an idea, I think most people know that 1970s Robert Greenleaf published an essay called The Servant Leader. Now, um, he noted that servant leaders uh, are the servants first and foremost and that it is a conscious choice. I think there are people who are naturally gifted at this. I'm, I, I know that. Um, people who are naturally good-hearted and just want to help people. And servant leadership is definitely that, but it's it's really more than that. It's it's really taking time to address things in a very ah, people first way. And actually, we can talk about that. So here's you know eight things that I want to kind of cover. First thing is one is that servant leaders are extraordinarily generous people. They're generous with everything. They're generous with money. They're generous with their time. They're generous. With pretty much everything, I can't think of anything um, that they're not willing to give. Why? Well, they're not worried about giving it away because they're not worried about it coming back in. They know that it's gonna, it's going to, uh, they know it's gonna come. Right? It's a faith uh, understanding. It's, they're choosing faith, not fear. I think that's a big distinction on servant leaders. 
is that they have faith in their people. They have faith in their team. They have faith in the market. And they know by giving everything they have to really invest into all of it, it's going to come back. But they don't expect it to. It's not something that... You know, they write down in their journals going, all right, today I spent 35 minutes with Tommy and next week we're getting that big account. Now they plan for those things, but they don't think of it in that way. It just doesn't happen. So number two, I think servant leaders make people over profits. Now, I love this because we actually had Frank from uh, Total Comfort and he said this. And this was This became the theme for that show. And it really is. It shows in everything he does with his people that people, people for profits, you know? Um, and that's part of their mission. You know, let's, 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 let's all make a pact to true up and, and our prior list. And I think if we all, everyone considers, you know, um, what the people mean to them in the organization and that they come first, it impacts everything impacts Every facet of your business, every single part of it. So number three, servant leaders listen to their team. Whoa, this is a big one. I don't just mean hear them. I mean, you really listen to what they're saying and really take into consideration. We all know we all know people who are not good servant leaders. And we can point this out that, you know, they 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 open their minds they don't really actually, right? They encourage, they say, I want to hear all your ideas. I want to hear what's going on. And then when it comes to getting the people to the table, uh, it doesn't, it just doesn't happen. Their ideas become suggestions that become nothing. You know, at the end of the day, that leader just decides to do it his way anyway. And it just kills people. I mean, morale through the floor. Now, I'm super lucky to be able to work with a company that values everyone's input. And a good servant leader really should listen to their team and understand. I mean, once you listen to your team and they know you listen, oh, my gosh, your trust level goes through the roof. right? And you can make such a huge impact with people because they know that you care. They know that you're listening. So number four, servant leaders don't micromanage, right? They're not control freaks. I think everyone's worked for someone at some point in time that that does this. It's just, you know, it's always about I need to prove everything. I need I need you to give me uh, every little detail. And then a lot of times those people don't even act on those details. Good servant leaders don't micromanage. They allow their team to make decisions. They empower them. They give them the ability to work independently. Of course, they hold them accountable. Of course, they do the planning. Of course, they do the reports. But they allow them to develop and do that stuff on their own. They're not controlling every single step of the way. Number five, servant leaders multiply people's skills and talents. Right? So this is a big deal because I'm actually reading a book right now. Uh... Uh, multipliers and diminishers are two different sorts, right? Diminishers typically take someone and kind of really in, in one sense of the word, they beat them down. They, they discourage what's going on. They don't take their ideas. They, 
You know, they diminish everything about them. It's not good enough. This is never good enough. And it's always about them. A good servant leader is a multiplier of their team. They're able to get the very best out of them, the very best they have to offer. They're tough, but they're fair. Right? And I love that. I love that idea. Um, and I've met so many people in facility management that actually uh, exemplify that. That multiplication of people's talents. You got to be able to do that. Facility manager, that's a huge deal. If you can get your your other team members to be able to watch your facilities for you, multiply their talents, make them a better facility manager, um, create, you know, if you have junior facility managers, if you're a vendor and you're working with your team, getting your, your project managers, your coordinators to kind of take on and grow and become better leaders yourself, it's going to be amazing for your company. Multiplying their team is such a big deal. Number six on my list was that servant leaders don't seek glory. If you're in leadership and you're looking for the credit, you come to the wrong place. Let me tell you right now, that's not the place to be looking to get credit. Your team is first. Your team is everything. If there is something to celebrate, it's them. They got the accomplishment. A good leader knows that if his team is doing well, that's his reward. And on the other side of that, if your team's not doing well, hey, the buck stops with you. It's your responsibility. It's on your shoulders. That's a heavy burden sometimes. You know, sometimes in leadership, you just have to take that on. Not always a fun thing. Sometimes you don't go home and you sleep at night. <laughs> but at the same time, when you see people um, performing, they do the right thing, they're doing a great job, and it feels really good. It feels really, really good. But you make it about them. It's never about you. Um. You know, I was, I felt there were so many people that kind of went through this. Uh, Hawaii Unified was a great example of that. I felt like they they really give back to their community, and it wasn't about them. It, you know, uh, there's so many other great companies that uh, most people that I've met in this podcast so far, their focus is really on their people. So number seven, I think, is important. Uh, servant leaders are able to see beyond the immediate results. Seeing beyond today. I love Jack Welch. Uh, I was reading one of the books that influenced me the most over my lifetime has been uh, winning. And Jack Welch has this saying um, that you have to get underneath the skinnier people know who they are. But the other thing he says is that a good leader has to see around a corner. And I think this is important. You have to be able to understand the market and what's going on with it. And you got to be able to effectively help your team navigate those most market changes and know what's coming before they can so they're prepared. You got to take care of them. You got to be able to see beyond just today. You got to be able to set goals and, and be able to work alongside them and know that this is all about the future and we're investing today for tomorrow and what that looks like what tomorrow is going to look like. So number eight, last final thing. Now this is something that I've been, it's been one something that I've uh, known for a long time. I heard it a long, long time ago. 
But to me, there's three things in business you have to have, and a servant leader has to understand these, which is you got to find the smartest people you can. And you, you do not need to worry about being the smartest person in that room. There's quite often times I feel like I'm the dumbest person in the room, and that's okay. I love that because that means that the people around me are just that much uh, more amazing. Right? So you find the right people. You give them the right tools. If they don't have what they need to do their job, forget it. Chop it up. Don't even hire them because it's such a waste of time and energy. And it's, it's demoralizing for them as well. And then the third thing is to give those people the right direction. They absolutely need to know which way you're, the, the wind is blowing. You need to give them clear direction on what to get done. We talk about communication so much on this show and so many things that come up with that. Clear direction to the, to the people that you're serving. It's really everything. And all these things about understanding who they are and helping them grow, that all boils down to being able to use that information and communicate to them effectively to give them direction, knowing who they are, knowing what they're about. And facility maintenance, this is a big deal. This is a super big deal. Giving the right direction to your technicians or the or to your uh, clients is imperative. It can mean the difference between, <laughs> well, sometimes life and death, but mostly it just means uh, the difference between a store being closed and being open. A technician being able to complete his job and get done and, and serve the client at a very high level or, you know, tripping at the finish line. Just little details, those communications, that direction. You give those three things to someone and they're going to shine. And a good servant leader knows that he needs to give that clear direction to people. So there's so many things that I think you can define as servant leadership. But above all else, it's just about that person serving others. And I I like to call it you're leading from your heart. Yeah, you got to use your head. You got to do the right things. You got to plan. You got to do all the structure in the world. But in the end, it's just serving other people. And if you're truly doing that, you're going to have a highly, highly successful team. Your responsibility as a leader is to your team, but it's also growing that team and to new leaders. Creating new leaders is the ultimate goal. Of, of a servant leader and creating them to be servant leaders. And it's going to impact not just them, not just their company, not just their house. Everyone they touch in their life is going to be impacted by the choices that you make as a servant leader. So I hope that helps out, man. I really appreciate you guys taking time to listen to the podcast. Listen, it's going to be everywhere. It already is. It's on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, the web, iTunes, Spotify, it's almost everywhere you can find a good podcast. So click like and share, and we will see you at the next podcast. Next week, we have an amazing guest. Can't wait to share them with you guys. And until then, welcome to the evolution. Evolution.